Ah, uh, Ringo Zone. That's where you are. You're at the Ringo Zone. Thank you for joining us, lady or gentleman or other. Are you saying only one person is listening at a time? That's how I look. Exactly. Um, I'm Dylan. Who are y'all? I'm Sabah. That's Sabah. And I'm Max. And today, we're talking about Beach City Trip. Yeah, we have oh, very, shit. very divided opinions on this one. Oh, uh, uh, shit. We have absolute hate, like, love, and then, like, hate and love. So, let's jump into it. Well, I'm not saying Lauren yeah. or Hillary are bad. I'm just saying this episode this... is the worst episode of Steven Universe and just a bad piece of television. Well, okay, so I, I had been thinking about that when I, I initially agreed with you, but this would be my counterpoint to that. What about, like, cat fingers? Like, I, early I think cat fingers is worse. But, uh, yeah. And it depends on the person. I would say, though, I would agree with, out of all modern-day Steven Universe episodes, this is the worst. But that's also to say that it's the worst out of a show, which I really, really love and consider to be, like, the best cartoon airing right now. So I don't find this to be, like, a bad episode of TV. I find it to be, like, a mediocre episode of Steven Universe. I mean, this ain't no Johnny Test. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This beats so many other cartoons. I mean, this is so cartoons. better than Johnny Test. Anyway. Yeah. It yeah. beats, like, 80% of cartoons still, but it's, as far as the Universe episodes goes, lackluster-ish. But let's let's start from the top of it so that we don't... Do you want to start with the good or the bad? You well, let's, let's, start let's, start, with... let's start from the top let's of it. Let's just go chronologically. Yeah. Okay. So we have Steven pretending that he's in a car, much like a child, and then acting as if that's uh, training or practice or whatever the fuck, which was... And apparently Greg considers it that, too, which yeah. is... An ill foreboding thing. Yeah, but also the fact that we know Steven's age now, it just makes this kind of shit seem like way less endearing and just kind of more like, oh, Steven. It's like we know you're a midget, but fucking grow yeah, up. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, just your issues is too bested. Says just does not excuse you playing, <laughs> literally playing with your like fake girlfriend outside the car right now. Oh. Uh, I do love, though, Greg, like, having money, and then it's like, oh, okay, now we have, like, a standard, like, we did have, um... Like, Greg can just buy whatever, and then yeah. maybe in, like, 200 episodes will eventually be like, oh, yeah, no, I ran out of money. But, Finally. Like, probably not gonna happen. Yeah, but, He's yeah. probably gonna fund an actual spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be a great idea to this, yeah. That, that'd I, be, that'd be a really good use of Greg's I, money, yeah. What I did really like was, uh, the, like, weird date that Greg went on, like, in the photos of him, like, taking it out for a spaghetti dinner with the car. Like, <laughs> well, I, I don't believe that, like, like, the car dealer was giving him spaghetti, like a fucking Ikea thing or something, oh, and, like, the really meatballs, but, yeah. and then, yeah, he's yeah. just, like... Because I got the feeling he didn't mean to kiss the car. He was just trying to get that fucking spaghetti. Yeah. And, and, then, like, spaghetti. The, and then, like, the car dealer is like, the fuck are you the, doing? The, the get car, out of here, yeah. you long-eared <laughs> The car dealer being, like, a cousin of one of the waiters from Mr. Greg. Just, like, the exact same fucking head shape. Speaking of spaghetti, weird. though, did you, what's a, what is a zine before I go into this? A what? What is a what? A zine. I don't know what zine? the word you're saying is. Uh, th- th- it's Z I N E. Either way, apparently, a zine. It's like a self-published, yeah, like a shitty kind of homemade magazine. Like movie. remember well, Rocket Power? How Reggie had the zine? <laughs> yeah, and it was just like that fucking shit that magazine that she published. Yeah, or Lasky yeah. Supo is such a nightmare to watch. Are you dissing Rugrats? Yeah, I'm dissing Rugrats. Well, are you dissing Wild Thornberrys? Yeah. Are you dissing Hey Arnold? Hey, so let me let me tell you why I brought up zines. Apparently, at San Diego Comic Con, uh, 
Oh! Rebecca Sugar. Rebecca Sugar did some zines. Oh, yes. And there's apparently one where Steven had a dream that he fused with the plate of spaghetti. That sounds great. <laughs> Whoever did that, no, no, oh, yeah, no, no, that's right. So Steven like fused with a plate of spaghetti, and then the last panel is just like a horrific spaghetti monster screaming, then cuts to like Steven waking up and it's a nightmare. And then there's an immediate follow-up, which is like Peridot fusing with that alien thing she won, and they wind up being a plate of spaghetti. And then like <laughs> same horrified screaming mouth, and she wakes up from a nightmare. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was, it, it, was, it was done by Rebecca Sugar, and they, yeah. yeah, they scammed was it. Was it? I thought it was. I thought it was just like Lauren or Hillary. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know. It was uh, one of the writers from the show. Or story yeah. writers, I mean. The only, the only zine I have a copy of is, like, this shitty printed out on, like, Xerox paper thing a friend of mine, Olivia, made of, like, weird photographs. And then she also included, like, photographs from when she was, like, a teenager or, like, her childhood. It's like a really, really bizarre thing to own. But... You should, like, put X's on their faces like you finished the job. Like, I felt like finished murdering them. <laughs> <laughs> like, cross those two off the list, Yeah. Uh no I I like though Greg has enough money too that like uh when fucking douchebag Kevin shows up he like doesn't care enough to be like oh car that's wash. like that's like the He's one like, oh, joke in this episode that actually made me laugh yeah yeah I did I did like that the problem with I think Kevin is that like it's there's no way to make a joke with him funny because like the whole basis of his character isn't that he's like a bad guy or like a wackily bad guy or like a bad guy with a reasoning like which is a whole bit later on which doesn't really work the whole thing is he's like one of those people who is genuinely shitty shitty to the core and shitty in a particular kind of way which makes him abusive or uncomfortable to be around in like a real visceral like human way so like Nothing he says where he's like, I'm a douche. You're obsessed with me, aren't you? Well, like, the, the two douches. Mm, he's hard to watch. Like, he's just yeah, well, like, the, the, the two douches characters in the whole show is Kevin and Marty. And but Marty at Marty's least actually some, fun to watch. Yeah, Marty at least, like, is a classic douchebag. Uh, he's not I mean, an actual douche. Yeah, but comparatively. Marty, Marty is... It's fun to watch other characters interact with Marty. It's just annoying to watch people interact with Kevin. No, yeah, exactly. I would yeah, say yeah. Marty himself is entertaining, but like Marty at least creates some interesting situations. Yeah, Marty's like yeah. a cartoonish douchebag. Kevin's like a real piece like of Marty, shit. That Marty exists. brings it's... out the best in people around him by comparison. Like Kevin just drags people down. Yeah, because because it's the kind of guy that like Kevin's are like they just suck. There's no a Kevin yeah. has never fallen into a pie. So it's just he just comes off as the worst. But I think that comes to like I don't know the main crux of the episode, which I'm gonna edit this next part out, but like. So anyways, listen, we're back. We just had some real talk for a second. Real talk. Speaking, speaking as a person who is, like, known an abusive person, I first time I watched this, I just was, like, bothered by all the, like, driving shit's happening. All right. And then I was like, ugh. And then it was also like, Kevin's a douchebag. Don't let douchebags hold your life over. Blah. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then Sabath was like, no, it was an episode about, like, abusive people and, like, how to deal with them and, like, what it's like coping with one. And then after listening to that, I was like, all right, yeah, if I spend, like, 20 goddamn seconds paying attention and I'm, like, just, like, burnt out this, like, is a real thing happening. But the problem is that it's, like, in order for that message to stick, you can't have him not be the worst guy and you can't have the message be anything other than, like, this is the worst guy and then the only solution is the most, like, simple, basic, old-school cartoon lesson of, like, 
don't let them control your life. And that's it. So like if they were to, I, I can't imagine a better version of this episode because as soon as you add any other element to how Kevin is dealt with, it totally detracts from what it's like trying to do. So like just the premise of itself is faulty. I see how it can be beneficial to certain people. It just seems like this sort of message, even though it was well-meaning, just wasn't like just, is it's not punchy. designed? Yeah, it's not, not designed for this show. It's not designed for eleven minutes of animation in the world of Steven Universe. And the thing is, the fan base of Steven Universe, like dealing with people who are abusive or who, and if I'm being honest with the fan base, people who think that like a Tumblr person who won't stop asking you mean asks is abusive. This episode's a relevant thing for everyone to get a hard on over. So I get why you did it, but it's like it doesn't fit into this world because it doesn't. This show doesn't allow many venues for this to be done well. I don't feel like I'm just I, I'm just like I'm just kind of saving it. I'll just be back later. Right. Kind of everything's <laughs> well, built up. Well, we, well, I will say okay. Well, one thing though that is done well as far as defining their relationship, they do it super directly. Like, like I'm saying, just gonna give you guys a chance to like play advocate yeah. for this thing. Well, before the, I the, fucking the, tear it the apart. One, the one thing I will say that I, I thought was done well with it was it was super like uh, not written the best as far as it was like super just like we're saying the thing we're saying instead of having any kind of nuance to it. But, like, the nuance of, like, Steven hating somebody as, like, that is representative of a legitimately shitty person. And the conversation being directly, like, hates a strong word, hates a strong feeling. Like, we're getting this, like, who Kevin is as a character. That was, I thought, like, done well just because of, like, who Steven is. Like, the Connie brought it up and, like, Steven was like, I didn't know that. It would be, like, a whole different episode. But, like, the chops of Stevani and, like, Steven... That I don't want to say necessarily not done well, but like it was a good device for them to use. It was it was done as best it could be, but well, that was something. I want to talk about before Max has his his uh, breakdown of the episode. Um, my <laughs> point, because <laughs> I, I already know what he's going to say. But uh, yeah, Samoth and I were talking about this like extensively while we were waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, and, no, I, I heard it right when it came out before. But uh, um. Like, I wouldn't say I was the one that loved it because I know Dylan introduced the whole episode or this podcast episode with, you know, one hate, one love, one middle of the road. Yeah, Dylan um, likes to do that. <laughs> well, that's how I am in the whole podcast pretty much. I'm like middle of the road. Of Wait, no, yeah. I'm thinking of another. I'm thinking of no, no, a very, like, so short-lived, it didn't take off at all comic podcasts I did. We're like, this guy fucking, basically, he recruited me and this girl uh, to join this comic book podcast based on, like, the fact that, like, we both express interests, and he, it's like, he knew that I'd like the killing joke, and he knew that she disliked the killing joke. So he's like, all right, we're getting contrasting personalities, contrasting opinions. We largely agreed and got along, and most of the time we disagreed. <laughs> it was with him, and it was just the two of us tearing him down for stupid shit. That's <laughs> so that's what happened. This guy's yeah. like, all right, in this court we've maxed, in this court we've heard. It's like, no, no where? We're well, like, yeah. well, I'm you're the, the only one not in our <laughs> corner, guy. For the way this one was set up, I picked it because Max was like very like outspoken than I am, but much more cynical than I am. Yeah. And then it was Sabath was like the quiet sage wisdom, and Evan was like <laughs> the nice guy. And I was like, all right, this is like a combination that works. I like the sage wisdom. Role. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, so what I was gonna say was, uh, uh, I, I I do agree that I would probably have the most positive outlook on this episode. But I appreciated it not for any reason that it was like written well or that it was like like you know it was a great episode. I never I didn't I never appreciated it for that reason. 
Uh, it's not really an episode I would want to go back. My girlfriend wanted to watch it a second time. It's hard to watch a second time. It's boring. Yeah, so. I didn't. Well, not just that. It's just that it was kind of just because I was sitting next to her and she's been through, you know, similar abuse kind of things. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't want to watch it again for that kind of reason. But I, I appreciated it because um, even though in the end, I ultimately don't think that sort of message is suited for a show like this. Um, I do admire the fact that they tried it. And I do admire the fact that it was kind of ham-fisted because I would think not speaking for all people that are abuse victims, um, but a more direct approach might be useful to some of them. Yeah, if I was 14 right now and I was like, uh, I don't know how to feel about that thing, uh, this might be like a nice thing to have or like, hammered in I would my say, face. Like, I would say some some of them would you know would tune it out. They don't want to think about that kind of thing because it is traumatic. Um, so, so, so a show being more blunt yeah, about smack it, smack him in the face with it and be like, no, 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 you get it. Don't you? Cause like the, the opening scene with Greg, like, you know, when he explains like, you know, you can't let people like that control your life. It was so obvious and it just seemed kind of like in your face. Yeah. And he says the lesson at the beginning of the episode. And then the end, yeah, he they says the lesson, the lesson at the beginning of the episode. And then they enact the lesson. It's hard to not see the lesson. Yeah. And, but, but definitely this episode needs to be watched with alone together. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I thought it detracted from Alone Together when I watched it. Like, because I was like, "Oh, Alone Together is so good," and this is so like driving action and Kevin. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> but I'm you just get, saying, you like, get I'm, the, I'm, yeah, but you get the whole. But the whole message yeah. is, if you get the whole, it's like from season one to season three. Yeah. you got to watch them kind of back and back. Well, to yeah, appreciate Kevin as just not an asshole. So mm-hmm. I guess even though this is kind of like my closing thought in the middle of the episode, I, I would say that uh, I, I appreciated the message for for its attempt. Um, I wouldn't say it was a failure. I, I would say it. I'm sure it's helped. Like, well, actually, you just go on Tumblr or Reddit, and you'll see it has spoken to a lot of people. And I think that's good enough for what it is. But as an episode, like purely, and I explained this to, to Haley, my girlfriend, if if you had to criticize this kind of episode, it's going to come off kind of cold to the people that have experienced yeah. everything. But if you want to purely criticize it, as, yeah. yeah, pretty much. If you want to purely criticize this episode strictly for it being an episode and not really touching on the moral or sensitivity of the subject matter, then I'm going to have to say that it probably yeah. wasn't a great episode. So and that's, that's Max's in. So yeah, Max, go. What do you do? Your whole like spiel. So to start with, no, look, if the episode spoke to you, and more importantly, if it helped you, I am not trying to invalidate that. Um, you know, it's it's like, uh, th- this is kind of like some shit back when I used to do, like, fucking editorials on stuff. Like, I'm just remembering this one thing where I actually talked about, like, a thing that, like, triggers people who have been subjects of abuse and also, like, this kind of deja vu for me. Uh, but where, where, I'm just try- where I'm just trying to talk about, like, the quality of yeah. the piece of so art I guess, itself. Yeah, to, to say so, out loud, yeah, this yeah. Is subjective, objectively about this as a piece of television, not as, like, an emotional... Yeah, t- you can take whatever emotion you can, and like I said, if this is, like, therapeutic for you in any way, more power to you. Now, to me as someone who has not experienced abuse, um, this episode was pretty fucking meaningless, honestly, and, and not just because I haven't experienced it, because they didn't portray it well and they didn't talk about it well like Sabath mentioned and I agree well for, first let's get the easy stuff out of the way I didn't find most of the jokes funny um I found Greg saying like eh whatever I'm rich funny I found the fact that Ronaldo brought a fucking like razor scooter to yeah, drag like race kind of I found that kind of funny but I didn't find the rest funny like I thought it was weird that Ronaldo was a car freak like for a second I thought he was gonna say Savani like you 
don't know anything about your own car. Like that one fight was like, you don't know the power of the Supremo. And like, why do you know the power of Supremo? Because he's, he's what? Anime incarnate. It's like, weird anyway, uh, and, and you know, like fucking Kevin was, Kevin's just like a chore to listen to just the oh, way his voice sorry. actor like speaks. Like, like on one hand, I think it works, this idea that Steven's, like, kind of the outspoken rage because Steven wears his heart on his sleeve while Connie's, like, kind of the more internalized, like, trying to process it logically thing. Like, that works. But also, like, and I was, like, because I've been on the record saying before, like, I want to see fucking Steven's anger. Kevin was an assertive douchebag during a dance. And I know we're in, like, the age of, like, turbo learning about consent and everything these days and like where everything has to be kosher all the time. And we're like more sensitive and informed about it than ever before. But I mean, this, this is just that isolate incident is not a big well, fucking deal. Uh, and I did not buy the idea that like Steven and Connie were somehow like super scarred by but, this, okay, but, especially like the way that last episode ended with like the two of them just kind of, Laughing it off yeah, and having but, fun. But the at context all. of the show, I mean, they can't have Kevin smack her on the ass and call her like sweet cheeks or something. That's why he no, did the yeah, cartoon that's version why the, of doing that pretty much. And that's why I would say that it, the, the show is not designed. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't. You can't, yeah, it's, you're right. It's this is where I'm going. Can be real with it. This yeah. is where this is where I'm going. Um, and that's the you know like, I feel like the moral was really kind of oversimplified and they reached it way too quickly and they were, like, too obsessed with him the whole episode. And, like, I guess that's kind of part of the point, but it's just, like, this was not a big thing, a big enough thing for them to get emotional about. And because of that, it's kind of hard to sell this entire story. And I feel like that whole thing where, like, they go into their fucking hallucinatory state again and then, like, they split up and they talk and, like, that conversation <coughs> is so short, and I feel like they just kind of said, let's do it for us, without, like, really going through the required emotional journey and everything. And that's just the big thing. Like, this is not the forum for it. And I think it's nice that they tried to deliver this message, because I don't know, you know, like, where else anyone could fucking deliver that? Like, Yeah, yeah like, we grew up, like... Off. Like, we grew up with cartoons where, like, there was stuff with genuinely shitty parents, like the fucking, uh, like, going back to the bonus episode we did a long time ago, the racism episode of Static Shock. Or, or hey like, Arnold has shitty people. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, the Patakis on Hey yeah. Arnold, you know, that that shit is, like, a Drunk mother and case yeah. study. Alcoholic mother, just, like, neglectful father, all that. But overall, it's just, like, so at the end of the day, what do you have? On Steven Universe, uh smart, heartfelt, entertaining show that goes out of its way to, like, like rise to the top and be the cream among all cartoons. What did we get from this episode? We got a bunch of jokes that just, like, weren't entertaining or kind of weren't that good. We got a plot that wasn't interesting. We got, like, just this annoying, insufferable, unbearable character who it's no joy to watch at all. We had our main characters, like, acting out of character, and we had this really ham-fisted, badly delivered moral, which the moral itself is nice, but the entire, like, method of delivery and conveyance of it, it just doesn't work, and it doesn't hold up, and it wasn't the right time to do this, and it wasn't the right 
way to do this. And that's just the big thing. This episode, I really feel like, fails at everything it sets out to do. And it's easily the worst episode of Steven Universe. It's just a bad piece of television. Just because you have good intentions as art doesn't make it good art. And it's definitely not good entertainment. Yeah. Well, well, I would say then, like, and I'll first say what I agree, grievances and agreements with that. It would be driving action is not really fun to watch unless you're, like, super in initial D and shit. Driving action can, it can be, fun be to but watch, when, but it's, a, when it's a low stakes race, it's not. It, uh, having a lot of screen time to go to that kind of was just like, all right, they're driving. This was not and like more driving, and no. they're just more driving, and they're driving. And the problem being with Kevin is that. Once he, like, stops being the worst, like, smack you on the ass piece of shit, he loses, like, the whole thing he needs to be for this to work. And then also, like you were saying, I think it was, like, kind of weirdly in agreement with the spot that I was saying, which is, like, yeah, they're not acting appropriately in character to the situation that, like, happened to them. But that's also because this is, like, as far as a character could go to making someone feel really, really uncomfortable and, like, overstepping their boundaries and, like, be... Like, because it's, it's... Like, you have Lars just being an asshole to Steve and he's just a like, asshole. Like, honestly, I feel like... There's I no... feel like this kind of theme and stuff could have, like, come up in some of the Homeworld plots. Uh, maybe, and, yeah, like, well, you could sort of with Lapis and Homeworld stuff, and the so, Streets... Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm so saying. Like, I feel like there would have been an... But... It, it would have been, like, kind of the same yeah. emotional well, concept, and I feel like it well, could have been conveyed. I was going to speak to that, though. I think the problem is, in order for this emotional concept to work, you do need to hammer... And it's unfortunate, because this is why it doesn't really work as good television. You need to hammer in. And this is the fucking moral of the story. And this is the moral story. Here's them realizing the moral story. And then at the end here is, the, like, a person who has, like, actualized as their, like, most true selves that are not controlled by anybody else. And, like... That's who they are, and yeah, they won, and they won the moral story. Yay! Like, if you have Lapis, it's such a more nuanced thing because it's like involving fusion and alien beings who have been alive for thousands of years that you could argue all fucking day long about how like what happened with Malachite was no big deal. Like, it would be arguments that are basically semantic and are based on like no canon evidence. But once you have someone have a lifespan that's that long, and you give them like magic powers you can argue forever about why, like, something wasn't really a big deal, so it wasn't really a thing about... And I'm talking to people who want the message to be there. They could argue all day about how this wasn't enough if it was about Lapis. Although I think if it was with Lapis, the people weren't the worst, it could have been done better if they had an episode about, like, forced fusions or even just, like, any any kind of, like, overstepping boundaries, like, doing something that is just innately wrong to another human being. And also, like, one more more complaint I have is just, Savani, you know, always feels like a big deal, and this is just a real waste of Savani. And this is, like, the first, like, big return appearance we've had of the character, and it's just... Well, it's terrible. Instead of the plot servicing Stevani, it was more like they had to service this plot, and the only thing that really works is Stevani and Kevin, and like they're the only real. Because if Garnet was to be like, Jamie, you're really overstepping things right now, we'd be like, all right, Jamie's just like, are really, really gonna go that? We're really gonna try to pretend that Jamie and love letters is bad or anything? Like, no, it's because it's like an entirely different thing of like a different kind of creep, not just, like, a lovable idiot who thinks he's in love, but, like, a guy who has no no respect for you and doesn't care about the fact that you're uncomfortable with it. Because the weird thing for me, actually, was, like, the first time I was watching the episode, 
I really didn't mind it that much until like they reached the point where they were trying to hammer in the moral. Yeah. And I think because the episodes like build around that and they got to that part. And I feel like that's where it really fell apart. Cause I was actually like, I wouldn't have been blown away, but I think I still would have like enjoyed this episode if they did kind of like a standard straightforward Stevani beats Kevin at the race thing. Like, I think I actually would have enjoyed that more. Yeah, I mean, to to a point, I will say, like, all of it, I will forgive it for, like, well, okay, you decided you want to tell the story, and this is a shitty way to look at it, but, like, you couldn't have done it any better, all things considered, with the materials at hand, except for the ending was so hammy that I was like, you don't need to go, like, the, like you could have a little bit of nuance, or, like, have her, like, say a joke, because I know they can't be like, and then she's witty and cool at the end, it's just really, like, and then, or sorry, they, whatever, just fucking, they are like, we don't care, good race, bro, uh, we lost, doesn't matter, and, like, that's important for the message, and it's not like you get one over on them at all, it's just like you move on with your life, but, like, it just, it felt like you could have done some, like, even give me some dumb Ronaldo line, like, just, like, Kevin yelling at the end, his penis cut off, I will spit on your grave, whatever type bullshit going on, <laughs> that was just like I don't even like care enough to care about this, and I have a reason to care about this episode. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I guess if I was younger and I was less like, and I, maybe I blamed myself for things and shit, maybe this was sinking on some level that I wouldn't. I don't get out of it like as an adult now watching it. But to me, I was just kind of like, all right, like get it over with. Like, I kind of just like, all right, like do do what you're doing because I I realize where this is going. I'm like, there's no better way for you to handle this with the materials you have to... I, I, this is where the thing, though, Max, you said to yourself, where it's like no other show could try to approach, like, this topic. And it's not just, like, abusive people. It's also just, like, the bullshit women have to deal with, like, at a bar, just, like, anytime they go to one. Like, it's just, like, people not respecting other people's boundaries and being pieces of shit. So, I feel like, like given enough show, time... I feel like given enough time, Adventure Time might be able to pull oh, yeah, it off, Adventure actually. Time, like, in a really yeah. good way that only, like, an adult would get, not one that, like, a 13-year-old might understand. Well, can I ask you something, Max? Sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not offended by that proposal. But <laughs> uh, but uh, I just wanted to ask, um, how do you think you would have felt about the episode if it went for the completely subdued route, where everything was just done through inference and metaphor, where they didn't state the the lesson at the beginning of the episode i think i would have been more interested because actually a lot of the time like i'm not a guy who like picks up on subtext very easily so stuff kind of flies over my head and i would have been like huh that was kind of odd what was that about so then i would have like gone online to see what people were saying and then i would have been like oh i see like i probably still would but i probably still would thought it was dumb to use like Kevin is the basis for like, um, like this is what being well, the, abused the, the was like. Was, but, this yeah. is like a very special episode of Steven Universe, basically, where it's like, okay, if you're going through some bullshit and you're not necessarily the smartest or the most mature, and you're not going to get nuance, we really need to smack you in the face to be like, hey, it's okay to like move on and not you let this person control your life anymore. Yeah, I feel like so you, I, you I still feel like go in that direction. It can't really be yeah, nuanced for it to be successful as a message, or else it would get flack for being too nuanced and not explaining as best to people who really could benefit from it. It would you know what I mean? So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah, so it's really, it really is a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because like you know, some people need to hear them say, "Don't let your abuser control your life. Don't be obsessed with them." 
you know, it needs to be spelled out for them because otherwise they're not going to want to listen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here's, I mean, and that's the bigger thing, not just like being on polar ends of liking, disliking the episode, but I mean, in terms of like emotional reaction, like, don't let everything I'm saying make you think that I give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah, this, yeah. This, is, this is like, this is like for me, it's like, I didn't think this was a good episode, and here's why. I'm not like offended by it. I'm not like mad at it. It's just like, okay, I found a way to save 11 minutes when I go to do full series binge watches now. Yeah. I can skip this <laughs> and, one. And yeah, that's why I mentioned earlier that, like, you know, it's difficult to criticize an episode like this that means something to a lot of people without sounding cold. But if you want to criticize the episode just for what it is. Yeah. Which is, 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 uh, is like kind of criticizing two different entire things. So I think it's important because of, like, what we are as a show that we do get the, like, and I'll analyze this as a piece of television next to the, like, and what does this mean to a person? Which is, like, what this show kind of is beautiful at doing. Which Generally, is, it does an amazing job, and it kind of satisfies everybody with what it's yeah, doing. Yeah, like, you know, mine and Dylan's analysis compared to Max's breakdown, you know? You can get it all here on Ringo's Goes Around. Yeah, if you, and also, if you're one of those people, you know, like, Pearl's the only person that has a panic attack, or, like, one, go to a therapist, you need some help. Also included, if you uh, are been abused by somebody... Even if that's like in a very minor context, yeah, you probably could benefit from therapy. Go see a social worker, bro. But like, no, like, uh, is it never whenever we like are talking about how ridiculous people act about it? This one is more like I don't know, very special episode. Like, very more like I don't know. Uh, it ultimately comes down to kind of the important. more general media discussion of representation. It's not just people don't just need to see like characters like them or anything. People need to see things that are like their life situations in media so if you're someone who needed this that's good for everyone else this is like eh, whatever yeah. so question uh, do we really need to do like a final no, yeah, thoughts was, for I this one because no, really. i'm thinking here, we've been pretty goddamn serious here's the whole time. I to do. Uh, real quick final thought watch the credits you'll notice pearl is created as pearl Didi to magno hall that shit's crazy what but here let's just do this for final thoughts if you could have had this been an episode, considering what it was as an episode critically and what it was for people who may have needed to have seen it, would you have preferred that it was in the show or that it wasn't? Personally, I would say yes, even if it wasn't the most enjoyable episode of the show. Uh, if it benefited, like, five people, like, all right, fuck it. We just, like, one It did week. its job. Yeah, whatever. I'll take nine months of work and, like, 11 minutes of my time for that. Like, good enough. I mean, for me, it's it's, like... You know, like I said, whatever, a bad episode doesn't bother me. Would I prefer to have, like, some completely different episode that was good compared to this? Yeah, do I wish, like, this had never existed and hate it? No, it's it's kind of like fucking, like, I think it's good for a show to have a bad episode just as, like, a cosmic balance thing. Yeah. It's like when fucking, it's like when fucking Cars came out and we're like, okay... Pixar can make yeah, bad movies yeah. now. We we understand that. But then they did Cars 2 and Brave. It's like, okay, Pixar, we know you can stop making bad movies now. <laughs> uh, so, Sabath, yeah. I'm so, assuming you'd stay oh, Sabath, on yeah. keeping it, or what are you... Um, yeah, I would keep it. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't watch it again, um, but I I do acknowledge it. I do appreciate it, and I don't think it was the worst episode. I still will give that to Cat Fingers. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, we're gonna... Record an episode we all love now. Bye.